Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and I don't know about the rest of you, but I have spent this whole summer organizing my home, getting rid of stuff, organizing, making things look better, making our pantry all nice and pretty so you know where everything is, all the drawers. And it has been such a great feeling just to be able to walk in and know that everything is nice and clean and I can find things and I know what we have in the house. Don't have to go out and buy stuff that we already have. It's such a great feeling. So a few weeks ago, I started doing what I'm calling Feature Friday on our Instagram account. And I've been featuring a different local business every Friday, and it's been a ton of fun getting to know a new group of ladies. And if you don't know about it, please follow us on Instagram at Bubble Lounge Podcast. And last week I featured Jenny Deesh from Getting It Done Organizing, and it just was a very big hit. It turns out a lot of you want some help with your organization of your home. And so I invited her to come this week because it's the week before school starts. And I know it's a perfect time for everyone to get in that headspace and just be ready to start the year off nice and organized. You are, your kids are, you'll feel so much better. So joining us today is Jenny Deesh, Certified Professional Organizer of Getting It Done Organizing. I'm so excited to be here today. So tell me, what exactly is a certified professional organizer? What does that mean? Um, well, it's just sort of a fancy title for professional organizer, but I am a member of the of NAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organization, and within that group, I am a CPO, certified professional organizer. I've taken some coursework and uh, passed their exam, and there are actually less than 500 CPOs in the world. Oh, wow. Well, that's impressive. <laughs> that does sound fancy. Yeah, it's fancy, but... Um, but being a member of NAPO is definitely a benefit, and um, being a CPO is just a distinction that shows that I have, I'm qualified, I'm certified, and... Um, well, it just elevates your status and shows that you really know your stuff. Yes, and I, I love being an organizer, so taking the courses was fun, easy, I love it. So I think it's so easy for all of us to think, because you make a living organizing other people's homes and teaching them how to get organized. It's so easy for us to assume that you've always been organized, but I understand that's not necessarily the case with you. No, I was a wreck. Um, I was a basket case growing up. I have ADHD. And back in those days, you didn't really know it. It was something that you didn't talk about. And I didn't, we didn't know it. Um, and I didn't keep an agenda. I didn't keep a calendar. I never turned my assignments in on time. Um, I was always late for things, and, you know, by the time I was in college, I realized, you know, I was a wreck, and I was, I just needed to kind of get organized and get myself together, and as soon as I started putting in place some structures with an agenda, with a calendar, with to-do lists, things started to get better for me personally and, you know, academically, and then I brought that into my professional life when I was a junior high school teacher. I mean, I was very organized. Um, well, that's exactly why I wanted to have you on, because I can relate so much to this situation. I've struggled with it as well my whole life. And like you said, when I was younger, they had no idea what ADHD was, and you didn't talk about it. It was just like you procrastinated, or you were lazy, or you were this and that, and just so many labels, and so much pressure was put on you. You know, I knew something was different. I had to work so much harder than everyone else did. And, you know, I still struggle with organization. And I spent a lot of time this summer when my kids were at camp just weeding out things and getting things organized. 
And it is such a great feeling to walk into your closet or your kitchen or whatever it is, and just to know that those cabinets are not overflowing with your junk. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Martha, I totally agree, and I totally get that. And I get that same sense of excitement organizing and helping other people purge the stuff out of their house. Um, I, I know that feeling of excitement when your house, everything is put away, it's where it should be, you don't have too much stuff, you just have the stuff that you love, that you need, that you want, that you use. Yeah, we, we tend to hold on to stuff that we really don't need, and it does, it just overflows your house. Like right now, mine's overflowing with Nerf guns and Legos and stuffed animals, and those are years past their expiration date, and we need to get rid of those. You know, there are other people out there who could really benefit from that, and so, you know, taking it to St. Vincent de Paul or the Goodwill... It just, you can feel good about getting yes, rid of that stuff. it feels really good to know that you're giving it to somebody who d- hasn't had the luxury of having all those things in their life, and it's, it's a really, really good feeling. Have you ever had a hard time convincing someone to part with certain things in their house? Um, usually not, because by the time they have called us in, they're, they've, they've made a mental commitment. They're ready right. to make this change, yeah. to purge, to let go, to take the next step. Um, you know, we do, we're not going to push people to get rid of everything they own. If there's something that they want to hold on to, that's fine. That's not our objectives to get rid of everything. You don't have to be a minimalist to have an organizer in. Um, and there are times people don't want to get rid of something and that's absolutely fine. Well, disorganization and procrastination is a big part of ADHD. And how can you teach somebody or get them in the right mind frame to be motivated to get organized. Like their house is overflowing with stuff and they're just disorganized and it's hard to get motivated. How can you inspire somebody to get started? Um, I think once you get started, it just, it's addictive. Yes. You just want to keep going and going and going. Um, But that being said, it's hard to get that large chunk of time um, to, to organize. And so when you're in your house, you know, the dishwasher's going off, the laundry machine, someone's knocking on the door, the kids need a snack, the phone's ringing. Um, when you have someone, a professional organizer in your house, we're not distracted by those things because we're here to work on your stuff. Um, but in my own house, I have all those same distractions. So I even get distracted and have difficulty getting through organizing my own stuff. Sometimes I bring in my team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I know. I literally, I had to wait till mine went to camp because just having other people in my house distracts me. Even though they're older, they really don't need that much for me. They can get their own snacks and do their own thing. But I had to wait till they were completely out of the house to get going. And like, pro- like you said, it is addictive. Like I couldn't stop once I finally got into that mindset. Um, you know, it's probably good that you did it when they weren't there and you could focus (laughs) on it because it's really tough when you take everything out and you make a big mess and then you have to go run carpool or go to the grocery store or go somewhere and you come back and it's not done. I really like to, to start and finish. Like I don't like to take the breaks. And if we work with clients, we want to do consecutive days because we've got to complete what we started. So school starts next week, and this is a really good time for people to get organized and encourage their kids to be organized for the school year. Do you have any tips and suggestions that you could give us that would help us with our kids? Um, I definitely think starting off the school year with a plan in place yes, and a structure, and especially with people with ADHD, but it's good for anybody, having structure. And you know, this kind of dials back to what you were asking me earlier. I never wanted to work in an office or have any kind of life that revolved around structure because I wanted to consider myself a free spirit. But as I was this crazy, wild, free spirit, I was not thriving. 
And the more structure I put into my life, the more I began to thrive. And that just, when I figured that out, I was blown away um, thinking, you know, I wanted to be this wild, crazy, fun, out there person. And um, yet structure really helped me. And so I think when you start the school year, you know, getting the kids to use their agenda and kind of check in with them a lot in the beginning, I think, I think if you start with good habits, then they'll carry it forward. Um, but, you know, I have kids with ADHD as well and some that don't. So I have both. And I can see how you said things are harder for people with ADD. Um, so I think and my, my kids who have ADD are resistant to the structure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really have to get on their case about using the agenda and uh, meeting with teachers and following up on things. And just helping them learn that structure is going to be good for them. Yeah, I can totally relate to everything you just said. (laughs) So um, there's got to be basically some health benefits to feeling more organized and not having that clutter in your life. What can it do for us? Um, Well, one of my favorite quotes is something I saw online by someone who goes by the, the name of the executive homemaker. And it said, organize your life so you can have time to do the things that you want to do. And, um, you know, organizing your life to be the best mother, woman, friend that you can be. And being organized allows for spontaneity. Because you've organized, you're saving so much time, you can go for that bike ride. You can go to that yoga class. You can, you know, have that dance party with your kids because you're not stressed about getting things organized or put away or whatever. Um, And another thing parents, you know, they stress about their kids' playrooms being a mess or this or that. And I tell them, it's not fair to get mad at your kids for not putting their toys away if there's no system in place. You know, you really want your kids to use their toys, to make a mess, to be creative. And the more they're using their toys, the less they're on a screen or something like that. Um, So if you have systems in place, you're not going to sweat it when they make a mess and they get every toy in their playroom out because you know and they know where everything goes back. And if there are labels in place, the babysitter, the mother-in-law, the grandma, they can all help put stuff away because there's a system. And so by having a system, you can kind of get things back to, to order very quickly. Well, I've always heard the more messy the person is, the more creative they are. So my daughter and I are very creative. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're all motivated, we're ready to get organized, and our first stop is at the container store, and we're going to buy all sorts of containers. (laughs) Um, Actually, no. A lot of people get really excited, and they say, yes, I'm going to go out and do this. I'm going to tackle this project. I'm going to get organized. I'm going to go buy a bunch of stuff at the container store. And yes, I love the container store. Um, I'm there all the time. But that's not the first step. The first step is to take everything out of your space, literally. Um, empty it out. You want to purge. You want to decide what can be donated, what you don't need, um, and then clean your space. So when you come back and you put your system into place, you clean it. And very likely, that's the only time that that space is ever going to be empty (laughs) so that you can clean it. Um, And take measurements. Make a plan. Don't just go into the container store and say, oh, I'm going to, you know, get a bunch of stuff. You need to go in with the plans. You know what's going to fit your space. Um, and then you don't overspend and overbuy. And 
that also allows you to come back with the things that are going to match. You're going to have all the same baskets and bins because you created a plan rather than a bunch of random things that don't really go together. So I love going on Pinterest and just looking at pictures of pantries and closets and drawer organization, and they just literally make me so happy. But over the summer, here's what I did just to save a few few dollars was I actually went to Marshall's and found some bins and containers, and they were quite a bit less than the container store. So there's, there's definitely ways to do it a little bit cheaper, but I do love the container store too. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, you can find things at the dollar store, at other places, or different price points at different places for sure. But you want to try to stay uniform, that you have the same baskets, the same hangers, um, so that things match. And that that gives it a cohesive look in the end, yeah. which is kind of what you're looking at on Pinterest is seeing that finished product. Um, but another thing I tell clients all the time is what you see on Pinterest, what you see on Instagram, what you see in magazines is not real life. That makes me feel so much better because I'm looking at those pictures thinking, that's how everyone lives, but me. <laughs> no, I've actually had some of my work photographed for real estate shoots and um, for magazines and stuff. Um, and particularly for the real estate shoots, there was a playroom that we did in particular, and we literally took all the toys out of the playroom, staged it with a truck, a teddy bear, and a book, took the pictures, and then brought all the plastic crap back in that we all have. <laughs> um, and so really we're, what I like to focus on is reality. I want things to look beautiful, but I want it to be something that works for your family. I want your kids to be able to put their own toys away. And so I live in reality. I have three kids, you know, that what you see on in, on the internet is not real. Okay. And so you should not feel bad about it because that is not the way. And I go into a lot of houses and that's not how most people live. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so much better. So I was telling you about getting my home organized when my kids were at camp. And then the next week they come home and basically it was like a bomb went off. Like, how do you keep your systems working when everyone gets back in town? Well, we all have kids and kids are resistant. I mean, my own kids, there's the hamper and then there's the pile of clothes next to the hamper. <laughs> so it's a matter of training. I mean, maybe I should put a label on the hamper that says hamper. Um, I think there's just some facts of life that we, we can't overcome and that's teenagers. Kids are kids. Um, but the truth of the matter is if you have a system in place, if everything has a place, it is very easy to restore order quickly. Um, getting them to do it if you have the answer to that, please let me know because I haven't tackled that one either. Yeah, I don't have the answer. I wish I did. Yeah, like I said, kids are kids. What can you do? Okay, so like we said, school starts next week and I need a plan set in place for my kids. The three of us have ADHD. We need a lot of help and I need some free consultation. Okay, well, um, here are a couple of things to get you started off on the school year right. Is one, think about your entryway or your drop zone. When you come in the house, is it through the garage? Is it through the front door? Do you have a place for them to put their backpacks, their sports gear, um, their lunch boxes? Um, but one problem people make with that drop zone is that they drop things there and it stays there. Your drop zone or your entryway should only hold the things that you're using for that day. It should not be your coat closet. It could have one coat, the coat you're using that day, but it's not your winter's storage of coats. It shouldn't have every pair of shoes you own, but if you're going to a dance class or a tennis lesson that day, you could have your tennis gear and that kind of stuff there. Um, so definitely getting your entryway um, figured out before, as the school, before the school year starts so that you're ready for that. Um, 
Another thing I have taught to my high school son in particular is to have a filing system for his schoolwork. Um, as the year goes by, they have notes and tests and quizzes that they are going to use for their final exams. But if you're like me or my son, those papers are falling out of the binder and they're the binder's a mess, the backpack's a mess, is I encourage him to take all those papers at, at the end of a chapter or a unit and put it in a file. And so um, at the end of the year, when he comes to take his so social studies uh, exam, he has his old tests, quizzes, and notes from each chapter going throughout the year rather than and carrying around in his backpack for nine months when you've already finished that eight months ago. So... He, um, you know, I, I check in with them every once in a while and say, hey, can you get some stuff out of your binder and put it in your filing system? Um, so that is definitely a high school tip. Um, another thing I think would be handy is to kind of look at your pantry and set it up in zones. And so you're ready for school. Do you have a snack zone? Do you have a dinner zone? So you can pull out a quick, fast dinner. You can look in there and see, yes, I've got pasta, I've got pasta sauce, and I've got some lettuce in the fridge. Bam, I'm done. We're good to go. I don't have to stress about this. But when everything's all jumbled, you really don't know what you have. And that ties back into, you know, overspending because you're not organized. You go out and you buy more pasta sauce and more um, spaghetti, but you really already have that, but you just can't see it. So I definitely recommend getting your pantry in order um, and clothes. You know, when your kids are away at camp, like you said, it's a great time to go through their closet and pull out the stuff that they don't use, the stuff that they love but you hate, <laughs> um, things that don't fit, so that when they're pulling their clothes, uh, they're just working with what works. And the same goes for, for us. I believe in your closet should only be what fits, what's the current season, and that you love. Um, everything else needs to go. And, you know, if you're holding on to a few special pieces that you hope one day are going to fit, I am not going to tell you you have to get rid of those. I'm only going to tell you that they shouldn't be in your closet. They can be in another space, a guest closet, packed in a box. I mean, I hope as much as you do that you get back to that size, whoever needs to hear that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it's stressful when you go into your closet and you're looking at all these things that don't fit and that's depressing. It's pressure. And it's pressure. Yeah. And it's stressful and it's really hard to get out the door. So you should really just function with what is current season, what fits, what you love. So Jenny, how on earth did you get started in this business? Well, it's kind of funny. Um, when my youngest kid was starting kindergarten, I had been talking about how I could help my family out and what I was going to do with myself once she started school. And um, for my birthday, out of the blue, one of my friends gave me a label maker. And she said, I just have a feeling you're going to like this. I mean, and that was definitely the start of something. And um, another time, some of my friends were talking to me on the phone. And they're like, what are you up to? And I said, well, I'm organizing my cupcake liners. And they were like, what? <laughs> you're organizing your cupcake liners? And like, they've never let me live that down. Um, so definitely my business started from my friends, you know, supporting me and just knowing me. And they could just see what I was all about. And that label maker was definitely the first step. That was the inspiration. <laughs> definitely. How, how exactly does one organize cupcake? <laughs> Cupcake liners? Yes. I don't know, by holiday or by, <laughs> by character. I had Dora and, um, you know, I had the superheroes. Um, no, I had 
just putting things together, like items with like items. So I had all my baking goods together. Um, and just when my friends would tease me about how organized I was. And then one day, um, January 26th, 2015, to be exact, one of my friends, local mom, she had four kids and the youngest was a baby. And I mean, the oldest was, you know, eight at the most. She called me on December 26th. She said, I'm, take, I'm not taking no for an answer. I need you right now. You've been talking about this. You're coming over. I'm paying you. you you're coming now and you're going to organize my playroom. So she was literally my first client. Um, and I went in and I realized that I really could add value. And my OCD crazy behaviors were helping other people. And that's really where I got started. And so many friends in the neighborhood would call me and say, could you come help me? And it just, it grew from there. So many people really want this help and yeah. need this help. So right. just word of mouth. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I love helping, you know, being able to help people and I love my clients. And another great thing is they love us. They love what we do. It's not like you're going to the dentist to get a filling. <laughs> <laughs> They're so happy when we come and we do our thing. And then when we leave, they feel like a weight has been lifted off their shoulder. Yeah, that's money well spent. The exactly. Getting a filling is not. <laughs> well, Jenny, thank you so much for joining us. How can people find you? We are on the internet at gettingitdoneorganizing.com or on Instagram at Getting It Done Organizing. Perfect. Thank you so much again for being on the show. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.